Welcome to Lone Star Latter-day Saint Voices, a podcast dedicated to conversations with members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints right here in North Texas. So saddle up, y'all, and enjoy the ride. Tonight, we are privileged to have with us U.S. military veterans Lou and Nicole Duckwall, co-founders of North Texas Patriot Anglers, an organization serving wounded veterans through therapeutic outdoor recreation. We're talking fly fishing. It's a river. It's the outdoors. It's uh, standing there, standing in a river with the water rushing around. It's very, very soothing. Uh, the fresh air is very soothing. You see bald eagles flying overhead. It, it, you know, you just get away from the norm. We like to say in fly fishing that because uh, we mostly fly fish for trout. When we say trout, they don't live in ugly places. And they don't. It's just the beauty of nature just calms you down. No matter how angry you are, no matter how frustrated you are. I mean, Heavenly Father made the world. And we get to be out in His majesty. And this is where we take care of people. It's it's the greatest hospital there is. It's the best hospital there is. it's, It's awesome. Everything he said is right. Just when you're in the water, especially with the waders, and the water is like rushing across your your chest, it's, there's nothing more calming. So it's just the casting. It's just very calming and soothing, and just the water and the nature around you. You just forget about all life struggles. It's very peaceful. The story of how North Texas Patriot Anglers came to be is in no small measure the story of Lou Duckwall himself, a wounded combat veteran, and his wife, Nicole. Well, I went into the Marine Corps in the early 80s and served almost 13 and a half years in the Marine Corps. got out and uh, missed it, but uh, was too old to get back in the Marine Corps. I actually got in the Marine Corps Reserves for a little bit. Then finished up in the National Guard. I was in the middle of Desert Shield, Desert Storm, and then went to the Middle East in 2002. I uh, was wounded severely the uh, day before Thanksgiving 2002 and was subsequently retired in, on April 1st, 2003. For my entire adult life, I had worked and I'd worked hard in some pretty, pretty, pretty high-speed businesses. I was in the Marine Corps, then when I got out, I was in logging and in wildfire fighting in northern Montana. And then I had always been very physical. I played football in college for a year and had done all kinds of things. And then all of a sudden, she had to help me dress. And that was a huge blow to my ego, needless (laughs) to say. And I didn't want to help. And I didn't think I was much of a man, and so this has been a great growth for mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, when he came back, he was using not quite a walker, but different canes and mm-hmm. braces and you just name it. And so lots of surgeries, lots of therapies. And, you know, you take someone who's independent, who's used to taking care of their family, and all of a sudden they can't. Um, I we were newly married. We had only been married what, two weeks before I went overseas. Five days. Five days before yeah. I went overseas, and and here I was, her knight in shining armor, and we were in love, and everything was going to be good. And I came back a 
completely broken man, both physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And I was abusive. I was brutal. And I did everything I could to push her away, to push my children away. I mean, my children had no respect for me, and they shouldn't have. We were right there on the brink. So the stake president was um, brand new and came and knocked on our door at like eight o'clock in the morning. And he's like, I don't know why I'm here, but spirit told me to stop here. So we invited him in and we sat down and let it all out. And he's, and, and we prayed about it. And he's like, you're going to lose your family, brother Duckwall. You need to make some choices. So healing started then. And the program that normally takes six to nine months to get into, he he got in in three weeks. Yeah, and then I was gone. I had grown up fly fishing, uh, but because of some of my physical issues, I didn't think I could do it anymore. But I went to Idaho, and um, it was actually a group called Higher Ground. As it was, I was, I was given a guide who was also a Latter-day Saint. And he was a big guy. He was bigger than I was. So it was someone who I couldn't bully. And uh, he got me calmed down. We caught a lot of fish, but even more, we just had some really good talks. And it turned my life around. And um, uh, I decided on the plane coming back that since I'm retired, that's what I wanted to do was I wanted to help other people as I had been helped. Then he was asked to be a part of Healing Waters, and I'll let him talk about Healing Waters a little bit. Well, Healing Waters, it, it was started on the East Coast. It was started in 2005, and it's an amazing program where we've helped 800. They probably have helped two, 300,000. It's a nationwide program, but I'm a, of Irish, Scottish descent, and I'm very independent, and I don't want to always toe the line, and... I just kind of got frustrated with people in Maryland trying to tell me how to take care of Texans. I'm a Texan. I know how to take care of Texans. So we kind of butted heads, and I, I talked to the people who had been supporting me, and I said, I want to break away and do our own thing and just concentrate on North Texas. And they supported me, and, and we've taken uh, over 800 uh, men and women fly fishing we have. Probably 95% of them are from the North Texas area. If we have someone who we're bringing from uh, the, the DFW Metroplex, and they'll tell us, I have a brother, I have a very close friend who I served with that also needs us, and they live in Montana or North Carolina, where we will fly them in so they can go also. But, that, but that's a very small percentage because uh, we are dedicated to North Texas folks. So what's great about this program also is it's a program for veterans run by veterans. And it's a program for combat wounded veterans yeah. run and founded by a combat wounded veteran. Because they understand. We all understand. We've been there. We've seen it. I wasn't personally wounded, but I was there. And I've seen it not only as a spouse, but then I did our medical evacuation. We, we, Airvac those guys in and out, you know, we are out of there. We saw, you know, we took care of them. You see the injuries up front, close and personal. And then you see the devastation that it can, it can leave behind, you know. 
once he was able to start giving back and serving fellow other fellow veterans, he it gave him more of a purpose. So it wasn't just a recreation. It was when you're in the military, you have this camaraderie. You have you're with your brothers and sisters. And it's just it's a bond. It's a family. And you have a purpose. You you're defending your freedoms of your country. And when that's all taken away and well one fell swoop, like all of a sudden you no longer get to do any of that. You don't have that purpose anymore. Yes, you have Heavenly Father and, and the gospel, but you still aren't a part of that family. You miss that. And so I found that when he started going on these outings and and started taking these other wounded vets, whether they were from PTSD or physical ailments or both, it just helped him heal, I think. It, it really just gave, in my opinion, him a way to give back it was just like being in the military again, because you use your rank, you know, they call him gunny. It's a term of endearment, really, um, and respect. And I felt like he gained his his self-respect back again, even though he should have never lost it. He didn't do anything to lose that self-respect. It's it's something that's just a part of you. When, when you're in the military that long, it's in your blood. And this is, he's back in his comfort zone. So not only does he get to fly fish and be in nature and do the things he loved as a kid, he's also imparting that and, and sharing that with other veterans so that they can find that inner peace too, whether they're LDS or not LDS. And 99% of them probably aren't. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them don't even have faith. Mm -hmm. But maybe they believe in higher power, but this at least gives them something to focus on and to have a starting point. I would, I would say that most of them do have faith, but they've, they've buried it or they're blaming Heavenly Father for their um, for their issues. And also, you know, unfortunately in this world, especially in the, it's kind of not, especially in the military, it's really not manly to, to have faith to, and to show it. So you'd be amazed. Uh, we usually go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because we like going in the middle of the week because our PTSD and our brain injury victims can't stand to be around crowds. And every Tuesday night, when um, right before dinner, I ask someone to bless the meal, and you can just look around and 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 tell that these guys are thinking, "Wow, this big tough guy can do it." Yeah, I think it kind of makes them feel like, "Okay, he's real." You know, he's just not up here giving orders, but he has this belief and this foundation that helps him provide this healing time for us. But I have to be honest with you, the person who heals most from this is me. I mean, I still, I still have my nightmares. I still get sad. I still go through my downtimes and giving back to others, the act of service. I mean, I get to give service through the one thing that I've gotten from my father and I absolutely love, and that's fly fishing. There are three ways people can help us. One, and most importantly, is if you have a son, a daughter, a brother, a sister, a friend, a neighbor that's been to combat or has been in a terrible accident in the military or has had cancer or whatever, and they're struggling, get, get them to us. We'll take care of them. We'll bring them into our family. We'll take them from your family, leave them into your family. But we'll also bring them into our family. The great thing about our program is it's not a one-time good deal. 
a lot of programs as well meaning as they are, whether it's climbing Mount Kilimanjaro or doing whatever, you get to do it one time and then they're done with you. With ours, you can, we have, on each outing we have, try and have an 80, 20, uh, 80% branding people and 20% repeat veterans. And, and, when, and the cabin at night, the uh, second and third timers, they kind of lead the, the um, talks. We don't have any psychologists. We don't have any psychiatrists. I cannot tell you that I don't believe in the psychobabble silliness because it was a psycho or, or it was a neuropsychiatrist that saved my life. She's my favorite doctor of all time. But for us, the river is a therapist. And it's an eye-opening minute when all of a sudden you realize, oh, you were ruined twice or you were wounded three times or you were with this or that okay maybe i don't have anything to whine about so mm -hmm. it's just the healing we we heal each other and we heal ourselves to have a slot on, on the roster to go to these everyone's a hero everyone's a at one time in their lives was a superman no matter what they did no matter what service they were in and so our men are humbled when they talk to the other men and and then they find out just, I mean, we are in the presence of American heroes. I mean, these are some, these at one time in their lives were some bad dudes. I mean, you were glad they were on our side. Um, the third way is if you uh, know anything about fly fishing or you want to cook, or you just want to volunteer to help out, um, Get a hold of us. We'll put you in our volunteer. Uh, and, you know, I think it would be good for anyone that would want to volunteer to help cook or do whatever, just to come up and see what we do. I just think it's great. I mean, I think I think we have the best healing program going. And it's not because of Lou Duckwall. The greatest talent I've had is being able to recruit quality volunteers who believe in me and believe in our program and just do an outstanding job. Um, and of course, the way that people can help us, and it's the uh, it's kind of the nasty underbelly of all this is is we're always looking for money. I mean, if people want to donate to a great cause, uh, we'll take your money. Uh, we'll take a dollar. We'll take whatever. Uh, we are a, a, a nonprofit, five hundred one three C. We do, like Nicole says, no one gets paid. Ninety nine percent of everything raised goes to our veterans. Uh, there's no paid employees. Everything is run out of our home. Now I do have to tell you that uh, I don't get a paycheck, but I go fly fishing probably 20, 25 times a year. So that's a pretty good paycheck. And when your wife is a 25 year veteran herself and she was medical, so she's seen some of these terrible wounds when you tell her, well, I'm not really going fly fishing, I'm going to work to help vets, mm -hmm. she may want to throw a fit, but she really can't. <laughs> is that right, Nicole? Yeah, it is. It is. What is the cost to the veterans? None. The cost to the veterans is nothing, but we've got it worked now to where for a three-day, three-night event, it costs about $350 per veteran. So that the organization pays, we, we pay everything. Yeah, we pay everything.
everything. When they all they have to do is show up. They're provided everything. The fly rod, the the waiters, the absolutely everything. And the guides, they're volunteering their time and their equipment and their supplies. So it's it truly is all volunteer. And then the meals are cooked by at least up in in Broken Bow, women that volunteer their time and they prepare the meals. So it's it is all volunteer and I think that's what's made it so amazing. Do you feel like you have converts to fly fishing? Do some of the men now have bonded with friendships and they go off and they fly fish together and oh, they absolutely. don't need your organization? Yeah, in fact, sometimes I get jealous because they, they go to Alaska or they'll yeah. go somewhere and it's like, hey, where's my invite? I started all this, but yeah, I've seen people get very, very close. Uh, we have a young man now who is maybe the most talented videographer I've ever been around is he's actually going to start a project where he's going to do a movie about fly fishing, but it specifically deals with traumatic brain injury and PTSD. And I've seen growth in him. I'm, I won't take credit for what's happened, but I'm very proud of what's happened. Yeah. Several people have, have um, splintered off. There's another one that does fly tying classes. Um, another one makes fly rods, you know, and so these different veterans have found a purpose and they've been able to share their talents. But I think had they not started off with our program, they wouldn't have had that confidence. And in fact, we have a young man who um, was in Black Hawk Down. He was in Mogadishu in the 1990s. And when he came to us, and he was in one of our very first outings. They only gave him six months to live. And his wife had called me and said, I just want him to do one more thing. I just want him to do something fun. And he is, has signed a recording contract. He is a, a fabulous singer. And uh, You can say his name. Taylor Bonham. Taylor Bonham. He's he was well over 300 pounds. He was in congested heart failure. He could, he was in a wheelchair. At yes, one point. we actually had to take, it was myself and another big guy. We actually carried him down to the river and sat him in a lawn chair and he fished that way. Hmm. And now he's. And through all of this healing process, now he sings the national anthem at the baseball games and he's yeah. got a recording contract and he's just amazing. He sings country. Yeah. He's, yeah. And he comes back to the events as a volunteer and he's the entertainment. So it, it's all full circle. That's what's but so I think, awesome. I think a lot, we get a lot of that. I mean, we don't, they don't go on to these big careers, but I've had numerous phone calls from, a wife or a father or a mother or a brother and just say, well, I don't know what you guys do. I don't know how it happened through fly fishing, but I got a different person back. Yeah. I would say that um, if you have a loved one that's struggling or you're struggling yourself, don't be embarrassed. We, we all go through it, whether we go through it as an individual or we go through it as a spouse or a mother or father. Let us help them. Let us help your loved one. Let us, you know, let us um, let us be there for them. Let us be there for you. 
if you sign on a dotted line at one time to serve this country, uh, you're a hero to us and we love you and we'll take care of you. The Duck Walls have been extending their hand to their fellow veterans through North Texas Patriot Anglers since 2013 and before that through other organizations. On Veterans Day of last year, Lou was honored with a congressional commendation from Congressman Michael Burgess in recognition of his devotion. It's in my name, but it really could have had all our volunteer things of Yes, we were recognized with a congressional attaboy. We he had a plaque and I would received a flag that was thrown over the Capitol building in, in my honor and all kinds of good uh -huh. stuff. So yeah, I, mm -hmm. it was, it was coin, very humbling. It was very humbling. Very, very humbling. But it wasn't just for his work as, it was for all-encompassing. It was about community service as well as military service and, and the veterans service and specifically Patriot English. So that was kind of like a really nice culmination, almost like when you retire from the military, you get this, this is what you've done in your life. And that was kind of a neat thing. This is a culmination of everything that you, you've accomplished, which is amazing considering where you started and you know. Of all the things I've done, of all the things I've done in my 58 years, outside of raising children, this is the best, this, this is what, I, th I, I guess the best way I can put it is I finally made a Heavenly Father smile. I finally gave more than I took. And I think that's important. And I think that's the way life is supposed to be. Cold Duck Wall are members of the Lake City Second Ward of the Louisville Stake of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Find out more about North Texas Patriot Anglers by following them on Facebook or going to patriot-anglers.com. You've been listening to Lone Star Latter-day Saint Voices, originating right here in North Texas. It's time to bank the fire and call in the dogs, y'all. Till next time.